What's happening, municipals? This is Big C. Let me tell you about a great place in Vision Golf. Indoor simulators have exploded in golf, and Vision is leading the charge here in Portland. With the use of leading simulator technology in Golf Zone, you get transported to 200 plus courses across the world with the most realistic simulator experience you'll ever come across. With a hitting mat that not only gives you the turf to simulate real rough and sand conditions, the mat also raises up in slopes to create real live positions like playing on the actual course. If you're in need of a lesson, Vision Golf also has you covered with the PGA teaching pro Ignacio CERN. On top of that, they create an atmosphere with full bar and food options and sports on all the TVs that you're never going to want to leave. This is a great place for all events to be hosted with the VIP section to accommodate groups of all sizes. If you live in the greater Portland area or even the Pacific Northwest, you have to come out to a Vision Golf and check it out in Tigard, Oregon. Use code MUNICIPALS and you will get your first hour for free on your first visit. Also check out league nights and monthly events. Envision Golf, the Pacific Northwest premier simulator facility. How hard did you push it? Till I black out? Yes. Numerous times, yes. This is Big C. We are starting a fun series that I got to go on an adventure with two of my good friends and friends of the podcast, JD and Bean Mace. We uh, did a little trip to Bend, played in a Northwest Golf Guys event over at Crooked River Ranch, but we are going to start this series with the course that we all got to play together uh, when Bean got into town, and that is Eagle Crest Resort Course. So they, they have three courses out there. They've got the Ridge Course and a Par 3 course on top of the, the Resort Course, but we went out and played the Resort. I want to get these guys to chime in. What's happening, fellas? How you been? I'm good, man. How are you? Hanging in there, slinging clubs, you know, getting getting to chat with you fellas is always a pleasure, so I'm excited to have you guys on. How you doing, Bean? Oh, doing great. You know, drinking some bone broth here, watching Aaron Judge back uh, home run number 50. It's a great night. He is having a heater this year. It's ridiculous. And being... Right. And having a little bit of injury through the year. It's been been kind of crazy but let's talk eagle crest resort course your guys thoughts you know kind of kind of getting out there we got um, a really nice uh vacasa house on the eagle crest ridge course didn't get to play that course but it looked kind of cool we got to go out and play the resort course what were you guys thoughts when we uh drove out to uh drove out across the road to go play the resort course i mean it was a fun little golf course i, I think the the what we had heard was the uh, the ridge course i think you said it was the ridge course is the harder of the two more challenging of the two if you will and the resort course is say a little more player friendly um but i mean i thought it was a, a fun kind of straightforward exactly what it's called resort golf course yeah, other than uh, 
all of us getting accused of stealing water uh, in the clubhouse as we're about to, to uh, get out there. It was awesome. I, I liked it. It was, yeah, yeah, kind of goofy, but didn't really expect much more than that. Had a great time out there. Some cool holes, some weird holes, and, you know, it's a good time. I forgot about Watergate. Oh, she was <laughs> aggressive. Very aggressive. I, I guess it's not the thing to purchase water when you purchase your tea time. I guess it's not how the flow works at Eagle Crest Resort, but she questioned each one of us one after another after we grabbed a water, after we paid at the uh, cashier, walked over, grabbed the water, did the exact same thing three times in a row, and roasted each one of us every single time. She was a gem. I think she was... I think she was hoping for a tip on the, the bottled water or something. It's the only thing I can think of. It had to have been a slow day. You don't you don't just do stuff like that unless you just really haven't had anybody coming through that day. She was True. locked in. Yeah, she. I'd love to have her work in a working like security at a store that I owned. She's <laughs> on top of her shit. You know who was a gem though. So when we approached the the first hole, the uh, starter. He, he was awesome, you know, giving us every, all the pointers, where to hit the ball, what not to do. I mean, he was he was a true retired guy that, that probably either lived in Bend or moved to Bend in retirement, getting free golf, uh, working at the resort, you know, having a good time. He, he was a good dude. I, the rest of the staff was really awesome. He um, He's obviously given that spiel a number of times, but... I'm fairly confident he practiced it in front of a mirror before delivering it the first time. Like that's a, that was a curated, uh, tight five, if you will, from a comic standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. It was like, uh, when you get on a flight, that's not, doesn't have the TVs to do the safety message and they, <laughs> they just rattled off. He, that guy was incredible. He did. We're, I'm sure we're going to talk about it. Um, I, he scared the shit out of me though. I, I was, I had basically just written off the fact that I was going to get attacked and eaten by a rattlesnake by the time we were we were done on that golf course. He he was a little aggressive uh, when it came to the uh, rattlesnake talk. I mean, he was like, you know, it's a little cool out today. You probably won't have too much issue with it, but you know, there's there's a lot of rattlesnakes out there. Don't don't be going too deep looking for your balls. Like, cool. You know, we're we're all from from big cities. That's that's not our thing. No, we're good. Yeah, I'm not not messing with rattlesnakes, man. Don't go left on two. Yeah, or right. And then even yeah. the guy that we let pass us on two, the single, even gave us another warning where he was like, "Yeah, don't go look for your balls over there, you guys." <laughs> rattlesnakes are usually on the left, not on the right. Really? What? What are you talking about? They don't know what side they're on. Oh man! Crazy. What, um, I mean, Bean. I feel like you should kick us off, man. You you got the round started on a high note. I played one one good hole out there, and it happened to be number one. Uh, <laughs> teamed up with JD against Chris, and uh, oh man, I'm blanking on his name. He was even my partner at the the tournament. Ethan. Ethan. Yeah, Ethan. Dude hits the hell out of the ball. Last minute ad. Uh, you know, call out yeah. to uh, to our boy. Uh, Bradley, you know, he, he hooked it up with that last minute ad to get us in that tournament. 
Ethan was the man. Loved playing with that guy. Um, yeah, I came out hot, stuck one close, and tap in birdie. Um, yeah, other than that, that's where my day basically ended. It was all downhill from there. Uh, fully jumped on JD's back and expected him to carry me. And, I uh, didn't. <laughs> by 18, it became too much. <laughs> I broke the man down, and I, I owe him a few for that one. So I want to kind of get into it. Let's let's go favorite holes out there. Um, so favorite holes for me at Eagle Crest, I would definitely say, you know, visually, from a visual standpoint, I thought number two was a really, really good hole. You know, you, you kind of walk, you get a handshake on number one. It's straightforward, wide open. Everything's kind of in front of you. The green is really, you know, friendly, not a lot of undulation, you know, it's just there, you know, for you to be able to score low, which I think Bean was the only one out of all of us that took advantage of that. Um, and then you walk, or we carted across the uh, street, and you kind of enter into this, like, Narnia, you know, situation, because you're in this, like, wide open desert style resort and then you just kind of enter into this area that's all tree you know tree lined and you know canyons on both sides it's a fairway that kind of snakes along and you're probably 30 feet 40 feet elevated from you know from the base of the fairway and then it dog legs right heavy to the green on the right hand side on the other side of the canyon it was just a really cool, visually like stimulating hole. I don't think it was an extremely fun to play hole. I don't think any of us played it extremely well, other than Ethan. Um, but I do do really appreciate kind of what they were able to do with the landscape and kind of create that type of hole there that you probably wouldn't get at a lot of the other courses in the area. I think that's might be one of their you know staple holes if you were going to claim a hole on a on a golf course what about you jd favorite hole yeah i mean i feel like two was like you said two was cool to look at um could have done without the 90 degree dog leg 400 yards down range um that seemed a little unnecessary for lack of a better term um i mean i had a great drive and i hit three wood as opposed to driver because i didn't think i could fit driver on that fairway um and i couldn't see i think i hit eight iron up over the trees and it was just a total i knew ethan had a good look had was just a total guess as to where to go um i'm gonna go with two holes though on the back side um back to back holes actually on 14 and 15 14 on the card says 334 keep in mind you're at elevation so probably playing closer to 300 maybe a little over it was a little downwind so certainly you know something that you could think about getting um getting after in terms of trying to drive the green but it gets pretty tight um i just thought it was a really good looking hole had a big green that wrapped around a bunker um one of those kind of short holes that you look at on a scorecard and you don't think much of but one that can absolutely give you fits playing um probably one that you play a few times and settle into the fact that you're just going to hit a iron and a wedge um 
realistically. I think that's probably the way to play it. And then 15, I thought was the best part five on, on, um, property straight downhill. There's a tree in the middle of the fairway. Um, there's trouble both sides, downhill tee shots with trouble. Both sides are hard. I hit one four counties left, um, and then reteed and got it in play. But, um, I just thought it was a, a cool looking tee shot. You kind of overlook most of the property and coming right off a drivable par four was kind of fun. I would say 15 is probably one of my favorite par fives on the course. I thought it was kind of a risk reward hole that kind of allowed you to play it in multiple different ways. I think 15 was super, super good. Uh, Bean, what was your favorite hole out there? Uh, I'm with you guys. I liked 15 a lot, but I'm going to go with 17. It's the uh, the hole that's the photo on the scorecard. It also looks nothing like any other hole out there. Um, you know, decent par four, what about four hundred? Um, water on both sides. Green gets real skin or fairway gets real skinny as you get to the green. Um, a real nice approach shot into that green. Uh, you got a bunker front left and deep water on the left, and you got to shoot over water on the right. So, kind of an interesting approach. Um, you know, two-tiered green, pretty tough when you got up there. There's some weird putts uh, waiting for you on that green, but uh, that was def- definitely my favorite hole. And like I said, nothing like any other hole out there. Not very much, uh, you know, desert looking at all. You just got super exposed out of nowhere, right? I mean, I think I remember that hole as all of a sudden you get there and the wind was just ripping kind of left to right and maybe a little behind us. Um and you really hadn't felt a lot of that in the back through the trees in the back nine. Um, and the two ponds obviously get your attention. Uh, probably a kind of a layback for most people. Call it something that's a couple hundred yards off the tee, 220-ish, something like that, which leaves you a longer shot in. Kind of hard to really challenge the water because there's being, as you said, everything pinches in. Um, that, was a, that was a good golf hole. I got uh, yeah, really like that one. Kind of challenging. Some weirdly pl- placed bunkers there, uh, about halfway down the fairway as well. I yeah. got absolutely ejected on seventeen. Um, I put a ball in the water twice on seventeen. So, what wasn't a good hole for me? Uh, one hole that I, I definitely got a JD actually started a nickname for me. Um, because of this hole so on on six uh um i actually duffed a shot right off right off the tee you know it's so it's a little bit longer i think we played the did we play whites or blues that day blues and so it was about 550 and so i duffed my driver right off the tee about 100 120 yards out like i mean it was bad then i decided to just smash my three wood as far as i could pretty good shot little on the left hand side get up to it have about 235 left and i'm like all right just gonna do it again smash three wood again Hit it to about 15 feet, two putt for par. 
You didn't hit it to 15 feet. You hit it to like six inches and tapped in for birdie. Yeah. Okay. Six yeah. inches tapped in for birdie. You <laughs> you landed it like 57 yards short of the green, and it ran all the way up there. Played a little ground fade. You will forever be known as D3 Square. Just driver three with three wood, tap in for a birdie, off we go. I flushed a driver. Fl- probably my best drive of the weekend. Hit five iron, did probably 15 feet just over a ridge. Thought I played the hole really t- two putted for four. Thought I played the hole great. Chris was getting a pop, lost the hole. There we go. On to the next one. <laughs> hey, you know. I've always been I so I've always claimed myself as being Jordan Speed 2013-14. So like the the downfall of Jordan Speed's career when he was going into his lull, you know, my off the tee game, it is a true who's to say situation. You're really not going to, you know, know what the fuck's going to happen there. It's gotten much better. I'm finding more fairways. But my I, scramble game is what keeps I me sit, in. I was sitting there off the tee after you just cold topped it and was like, all right, cool. Hit a good drive. Knock one up there close to the green. You got this hole in the bag. You hit a three-wood up there, fine, whatever, no big deal. You hit another three-wood, kind of came off a little low, a little left, starts coming back. I'm like, oh, it's going to be okay. And then it just kept rolling, kept rolling, rolls all the way up. It's like had better pace than any of my putts all day rolled right up over the ridge settles into like a foot away yeah i wasn't happy yeah i would say the uh the underlying story of the entire weekend was jd's putting um was non-existent for the entirety of the weekend it wasn't good it wasn't good no i'm um I'm sorry, Chris, for the the way the tournament went. I was not going to lie, like seven holes in, I almost started putting with a wedge, but I just thought that would be rude. Um, <laughs> but it wouldn't have been worse, I can tell you that. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. It, hopefully you've got it figured out. You, you were testing out some different putters. You were, you were seeing if something else was working. I think you changed up we're your grip. We're getting closer. The claw, I'm telling you, the claws, the claws, the way to go. Um, I just got to get something that I can get some feel with. The only putter I have right now that it seems to work with is a super soft insert that doesn't doesn't work for me. But yeah, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Figuring figuring that out. Well, I can make a three footer. Hey, <laughs> start there and keep I moving it on. Start out. somewhere, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the only thing I'll ever be able to talk shit to you about I mean, in golf. Yeah, so. Anyway, we're not going to belabor the point. It was bad. It was bad. If you've seen bad putting, multiply it by some number, and you're going to get close to what it was. Well, let's talk about any holes out there that you kind of thought were either gimmicky or just bad holes in general. Bad holes. Um the uphill part three, three. <laughs> that first part yeah. three uphill with the super slope two-tiered green nothing would stay it's just i mean i don't know it was I, missed a three fo- I missed a three-footer I mean, so hit some good shots there and didn't even get a reward so um i would have gone four actually so kind of that back to back i don't think four was bad it's just out of bounds is really tight on the left out of bounds gets kind of tight on the right there's a set of bunkers that's out there that's not very far and then the green 
is pushed all the way back towards a ravine that you can't really see. So, like, from a resort standpoint, I just I, I felt like out of bounds on the right probably doesn't need to be there. Um, out of bounds on the left is houses. You can't do much about that. Um, I just felt like they could have maybe moved the green back and right. They could have they could have changed up the design a little bit to make it a little more player friendly. I mean, it was nerve wracking enough for me off the tee. I think I hit five iron off the tee just to try to get it in play. Um, Bean, I think you hit it close to out of play. I think Ethan hit it out of play. Like, not a long hole, but there's just not a lot of room not a lot of room to hit it and it's not like it's one of those that there's not a lot of room to hit it because it asks you to hit some sort of shot it's just sort of this wide open nothing to look at there's a couple of bunkers and then you've got white posts on both sides which i don't personally really like didn't like that and you know another one that i didn't like was 16 um I mean, one thing I didn't really like about 16, it was kind of just boring and mundane, but also you could tell the resort course was built a while ago. Um, They built a hotel on that kind of borders the green of 16 and the tee box of 17. And I don't think this hotel has been updated probably for 30, 30 plus years. And there's, like, a bunch of, like, little hood rat kids sitting outside. And, like, it was just, it was a rough scene when you entered that green. You were just like, this is, this not, I mean, this might have been all right 30 years ago. But, man, you guys need to uh, get that updated a little bit. Because it was just kind of a sore spot, probably, in my opinion, to kind of the rest of the course. It just I I tried to jumpstart the renovations for him. I tried to play the bank shot off the resort. Um, <laughs> didn't work. I mean, that's just one that another one, right? It's it's over 200 yards. I don't think the scorecard I'm looking at doesn't have the blacks. I think I actually paid it, played it one tee further back than the blues. Because um, so I want to say it was like 220, maybe even a little bit more for me. Um and I mean, 220, it felt like it was pretty hard back into the fan. It was a three-tiered green. Like, shorten it up by 20 yards and don't bring the patio yeah. of the resort into play. Um, its cart path is just left of the green, so I tried to hit kind of a low hooking shot in there and missed it what would have been, you know, a little left of the green, but it flies into the cart path, hops into the resort. Um, I just I don't think it needed to be that long. And if you want to make it that long, take the tee box and push it back. I just don't think the green needed to be that that close or that long i mean the green the green had to have been being i don't know what you think 40 yards deep 45 yards deep it was huge maybe yeah and you've got the that pond that i mentioned for 17 uh is right next to the t's on 16 and like you mentioned start the wind starting to whip up back there it's just it's not ideal to be hitting into uh a hotel with kids running all around like you mentioned just yeah bring it in yeah, a little bit just, widen that green yeah. out there's, there's no there's, it's all penalty behind and there's no relief at all and i just yeah i mean with the amount of space and how wide open it is you can be way more creative with that par three the last thing that we have to talk about i'm not letting him off the hook for this one the fucking mirror on 10 
good night. I mean, it tells you, go look at the mirror. It's a blind tee shot. I hate blind tee shots. So I'm walking up to 10, probably just three putted nine. Walking up to 10, not very happy. It's a blind tee shot. You can see to like the top of the hill that's 150 yards in front of you. You have no idea where the hole goes after that. And it says, make sure to look in the mirror so you can see when it's clear to go. I go stand to look in the mirror and, you know, it has this box that's pretty well defined of, hey, probably want to stand somewhere in here. So I stand in the box and all you see is the trees that are right in front of the mirror, like literally like five feet and then maybe the top of the hill. So basically what I can see from where I'm standing, it is pointless. Absolutely pointless. That's yeah, it was all scratched to hell, tucked behind the tree. You couldn't see it to begin with. Like Maybe the water lady was trying to start a collection for a new um, mirror. I don't know. <laughs> I'll it, it gladly buy them a new mirror if they, there was find, no if they fix that shit. Was it. I mean, just get up there, trim the trees, clean up the mirror a little bit. When it was what? like <laughs> It was tiny, like 15 inches by 15 inches? This thing was tiny. in the wrong direction. Um, blocked by trees, so <laughs> not not well done. Not, not well done. Someone no. came out there and just screwed with it, but it, I I don't I don't know. They you got to know that it doesn't work, and you probably should fix it, especially if you have that bad of a blind tee shot from that hole. If it's a busy day, I mean, it wasn't swamped when we were out there, but if they get busy, you got to figure that people are getting kind of beamed left and right um i will say that the par fives out there two we already talked about little little odd but a cool hole nonetheless the par yep. fives were all really good um most of the holes you wouldn't say anything bad about per se um the mirror on 10 there's some i would say mundane holes 18 kind of mundane nine's kind of mundane eight kind of is a wide open runway. It's a little longer, but it's it's not too much in front of you. Um, but overall, it's that's what the golf course is, right? It's a friendly resort style course that's meant to be fun for a lot of different people to play. Um, I certainly enjoyed it. I thought it was a challenging enough test. It can get some. It can get somewhat narrow in spots and allow you to score in others. Um, so I don't. I don't think there were any atrocious holes. There's just some that maybe lack some character and some that maybe have a little too much character. Yeah, I, I kind of had the same thought process yeah. on the on the course. I think it's, you know, a great, fun, family-friendly environment out there. I thought the staff, other than the crazy water lady, was, you know, really welcoming and open. The cost to play, I think, with cart, we paid right under 70 bucks. I think it was like $68 to play. And... I thought that was very, very reasonable. Conditions were really good. I, I We didn't have any issues condition-wise. Tee boxes were all nice and flattened. Greens were in good shape, not, not dimply, running really smooth, you know, running at a nice solid 10. You know, not, not crazy fast, not slow, but, you know, it, it was a well-designed course for what it is. And if you're in the Bend area... I would definitely recommend it. I would say, you know, if there's other courses out in Bend and we'll review some of them that I would absolutely recommend, you know, over the resort course here. And, you know, I've played a good amount of them out there. And I would say, you know, there's a good handful, five or six that I'd put on top of that. But 
they're all going to be double that price for the most part. There's a couple gems you'll find for a good price, but most of them are going to be double that price. From a value perspective, it's pretty good, especially just the density of golf, right? The challenge course, the par three or executive, whatever that may be. We didn't play it, but we saw some holes on it. It looks fun. Um, the ridge course, I think, is a little bit more challenging. And then they have that putting course there as well. So from like a stay and play perspective where you don't really have to leave property to do anything, um, I think there's there's some value in that for some people as well. Oh, 100%. I mean, we brought the girls with us. Uh, Bean brought his girl and I brought my wife and, you know, he brought his kid as well. And it was great because they had a pool and there was a lot of activities outside of the golf as well. So if you're going to make it up to Eagle Crest or to the Bend area, I would say just for the family friendly, you know, aspect of it, I thought Eagle Crest was awesome in that aspect. And the house we stayed at was great. It was really, really good property. Yeah, fantastic. Had a great time. Played like shit and still had a good time. So, you know, that's, you know, a little nod to the company there as well. But, yeah, the course, course was good. course was solid. We, we enjoyed it. It was a good time. Stay tuned for the next episode. We're going to chat about the course that we played for the Northwest Golf Guys event, Crooked River Ranch. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh-huh.